Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Oliver Miller, David Thirdkill, Joey Devine, Bruce Dalrymple, Johnny High, yes, that's his actual name, Sean Keen, Corky Calhoun, Sarko, come on, come on, come on, come come Musical guest, Mighty Sphincter. Patreons, John Bailey, thank you, John. Sam Lloyd, thank you, Sam. Matt Hobaker, thank you, Matt. And now, the temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock Podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. I'm here, as always, with my very good friend, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Doing good, doing good. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Are you happy basketball's back? I am. I've also been uh, hanging out with a baby, basically a two-year-old, pretty much the last two days. He did insist on sweeping around a basketball hoop and really wanted to play basketball, but I did not know uh, what that would entail to him. And it involved uh, also um, sweeping a somewhat deflated basketball around with a tiny broom. Uh, so he might be a curler? Yeah, that's uh, that sounds about right to me. His dad is Canadian, so... Uh, it... He might be a sweat, one of those sweat boys. Um, oh, you know what I mean? One of those those kids who runs out with the mop and uh, oh, yeah, misses, yeah, yeah, and misses the spot uh, a rocket fell on. So Steph Curry hurts his knee and they uh, and it ruins my enjoyment of the NBA for four years because Kevin Durant comes that, you know, that kind of boy. 
Um, <laughs> uh, is it, wasn't that Daryl Morey's nephew? <laughs> could be. Definitely could be. It's like a real... It was yeah, it was just like uh Dusty Baker in the, and JT Snow in the World Series yeah. where uh he went to go mop up that spot but but then Daryl Morey ran out and uh uh caught him and yeah. drew him back. This is a two Bay Area of a reference. All right. Um <laughs> Well his name was Maurice Morey though. <laughs> and uh, that he goes by Maury Morey, then hence. Um before we get started, I should point out some business at the top. Um, please give us reviews on iTunes. Five stars only, because that's the only option they give you, which is very weird. iTunes, start letting people give reviews less than five stars. It's very strange. There's some kind of bug on our page yeah, where they strange, only let but... people give five stars. I don't understand why. Uh, because, and a, uh do that because it helps uh that's what other podcasts say so we're nothing if not followers um patreon.com slash round rock pod where we um we've got a good series going with our bonus episodes sean uh for five bucks a month yeah. you get a bonus episode a week and uh we are deep into reviewing george carl's is it a memoir it's a memoir, baby. A score-settling... Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's... I mean, it's called... I mean, he calls it a memoir, but, like, I mean, uh, technically, is it even a book? <laughs> I mean, that, or that is, it is more a better just question. the rantings of a lunatic? <laughs> um, I'll read... I'll read a little, um... Just a little, uh snippet of something we talked about this week okay. um <laughs> here is a uh a, a fun sentence from again um wealthy wealthy white man george carl mm -hmm. uh i've had to have overcome some prejudice and bias myself i don't want to put my struggle on par with brian will williams slash bison Dele or jason collins but I had a four-year period when my NBA reputation was lower than whale shit. He's he's such a bad person, Joey. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've been talking about that with the editor-in-chief of our new blog, roundballrock.net, Corbin A. Uh -huh. Smith, every week. So that's, yes. you know what that is, Sean? That is two plugs for the price of one. That was um, incredible. Uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed his visual recap of the game between... Uh, we got some stuff from uh, Casey Taylor. There has uh -huh. not been a blog I have not enjoyed yet. They're, yeah, they've they're all good. been so good. Uh, Kevin Couchside, which is not his name. I don't know why. No. That's why I called it. Should, should we say his name? Yes. Is his name Ke secret? Kevin, Kevin Farragan at NBA at Couchside, NBA Couchside. Yeah. wrote a piece for our blog that I have never read before. Um. And I think should actually be talked about more because to me it was incredibly interesting about how difficult it is to um, be an NBA stats person, but also uh, believe in like labor and a leftist. Uh -huh. um, because again, uh, certain certain media people, certain. Uh, you know, we might hear from some of them later in this episode. Uh, use stats as a cudgel to um, keep the players down. You know what I mean? But it's a great, it's a great piece. 
Uh, Casey Taylor's written two pieces that are awesome. Um, Sean, you've got something coming up, right? Uh, I'll have a thing up tomorrow. There's another couch side piece coming tomorrow, too. Uh, Corbin wrote a great piece about how Nikol- Nikola Jokic is a, a silent movie cat. Um, that was great. Uh-huh. Everything's been good. Roundballrock.net. Um, also, we sell t-shirts, merch, COVID masks. Uh, those are all available at T Public at the the T Public link in the description of this podcast. Please use that link because we get paid a little bit more if you do. Um, we also have a phone number that's also in the link in the dis- uh, uh, in the description of the episode. And uh, follow us on Twitter at Round Rock Pod or email us at roundrockpod at gmail um, Sean, how many more things are we going to add that I'm going to have to do at the top here? Because, uh... <laughs> I was thinking of an improv whole, group. Is the whole episode going to be me plugging shit at some point? <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be like Rick Barry's hairline, baby. It's our tiny All empire. plugs, all plugs. But yeah, every <laughs> everything I said is linked in the description to the episode. Um, Sean... Mm-hmm. Did you watch any basketball today? Uh, I I watched a portion of a basketball game today while uh, while a child was napping. Mm-hmm. Uncle Sean lays down the law when it comes to nap time. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't mess around, Joey. Sure. I saw a little bit of uh, the the Nuggets and Spurs. Oh, great! Uh, how? I guess we should save. That for the news. Let's do reader mail. We'll talk okay, about okay. Nuggets Spurs in a minute. Okay, great, great, great. Uh, yeah. It's just so weird. We haven't talked about actual basketball in a long time. Uh, <laughs> We're if, so mad at George Carl for things that <laughs> happened 25 years if ago. If I was supposed to talk about the alienist, I would know how to lead into that. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> um, let's go to reader mail, though. This is Round Ball Rock Reader Mail. Communications from listeners. Why do we call it reader mail? It is confusing for robots. All right, Sean. Um, Chicago landmark, the strongest man in Illinois, uh, Patrick Cosmos. You know what? First off, I would like to retroactively say something here. Um, Mm -hmm. Sufjan Stevens, how dare you release an album about the great state of Illinois and not write about Patrick Cosmos, Illinois' strongest man. Yeah. Uh, it was sitting right there for you to write about. It sounds like a shitty Sufjan Stevens song. Uh-huh. You know, the Patrick, Cos... Patrick. It, it would be... Go ahead. Go, do you do uh, your no, 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 first? No, no, go ahead. You do yours. You do yours. It would be, oh, Cosmos, deadlift the heavens. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I was going to say... <laughs> <laughs> the cosmos holds up the midway. <laughs> oh, uh, that's good too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but he asks, how can I make money inventing a right-wing conspiracy about Jonathan Isaac's ACL? There's a lot of threads to pull on, like you how you can't spell Neil without knee, but I'm having a difficult time pulling it all together. So... Sean, why don't you describe the back? Explain the backstory to this question first. Yeah, let's 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 di- let's dance about back. this yeah. one. <laughs> so, uh, so Jonathan Isaac um, was one of 
the few players to to remain standing yeah, during believe, the national um, anthem. Who else has stood? A uh, Myers, but Myers has like gotten a woke card from the rest of the Heat. Myers um, is like Myers also has like yeah, and Myers is Myers... standing because he doesn't want to offend his Call of Duty uh, uh-huh. friends. <laughs> no, his, his, his brother's actually in the military, yes, right? Yeah, yeah. And look, I'm, and again, I'm... Myers is also. You know, a veteran of the many war zones. That's true. Uh, that's, that's a true, Call man. of Duty joke. All right, keep going. <laughs> what is what is Myers's uh, personal clothing band called? Brand called? Is it the Hammer? He's <laughs> um. the Hammer. Uh, <laughs> I think that's right. Uh, I think it might actually just be ML Brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just Myers Leonard Brand. Okay, that's yeah, Myers Leonard Brand. Are any of them called anything crazy? Blessed shorts, brand, but they well, say blessed br- on them. <laughs> brand brand foundation athlete. While look, while says. we're talking about bad merch, can I? <laughs> we'll get to Cosmos's question, but I saw a piece of merch from a uh, an Apex Legends YouTuber that was like the <laughs> worst piece of merch I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh-huh. It, it was a hoodie that was too large. Uh, that had what looked like stab wounds on the back and then said, trust issues. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, yeah, the best, the best, it, a lot of hammer things. There is an ML brand Fortnite jersey you can buy at Myers Leonard's store. Yep, cool. cool. Um, there's, there's a, the only thing on sale is a cap that just says, um, ML times taps, and then it says living legacy mm-hmm. in cursive. Uh, <laughs> this this uh, sticker is good, though. I kind of want this sticker. Yeah, the sticker's pretty tight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it says ML and then a P and one line and then an M hammer. Why isn't there more just like stuff with just that hammer logo? Well, you that's can what get I the thought. hat. The hat has there's a hand. There's a hat that's just a hammer, isn't it? Uh oh, there's a hammer emoji hat. I just yeah. would want a shirt though. Like, um. Anyway, you can also the the best thing is the best picture is obviously uh, I mean, the, Myers Leonard. Who let's let's just say this: he is absolutely yoked out of his mind. Mm-hmm. He's uh, almost as strong as Patrick Cosmos. I mean, I'm not going to go that far, but <laughs> he may not. Be, I think he may be more yoked than Patrick, though clearly not as strong. Right. Uh, but yeah, Myers Leonard is wearing a T-shirt that says "Hammer," and then he's wearing some shorts that say "Blessed" directly above his penis. So, <laughs> so you know what? Yeah, that's that's okay. But I think I think yeah, isn't Myers Leonard's bro- like I don't know, but Myers Leonard. And his family escaped desperate poverty via uh, the NBA and, like, the military. But, yeah, and the actual Heat players have gone out of their way to say, like, no, no, Myers really believes Black Lives Matter. This is about something else. Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> but you know who uh, hasn't been defended at all? Jonathan Isaac. <laughs> Not one bit. Uh-huh. Um, also, did we find out why Becky Hammond didn't stand? I didn't, didn't look. I don't I- Pop's not kneeling either, I guess we should mention. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but I thought he was doing that to back up Becky Hammond. To me, that says uh, Tim Duncan's the next coach of the San Antonio Spurs. I, I, look, Pop was in the CIA. He's not going to kneel. He's also not your ally. Just remember that. He's 
He's only talking about coup because he wants. Uh, he's only talking about how much he hates Trump, so that he can uh, run a government coup. Um, all right, um, just like the one he led in Honduras. So yep. yeah. Um, <laughs> Why do you think he has such an international team, guys? Come on. <laughs> he's already going to those places yeah. to check in with his handlers. They're a cartel. The Spurs uh-huh. are a cartel. All right. Um, <laughs> Uh, but Jonathan Isaac, Sean, what's a good white right wing conspiracy? Oh, we still haven't explained it. He stood for the anthem. That's as far as we've gotten. <laughs> uh, I did not read his explanation for it. Uh, he uh, said he only kneels before God. Was basically the oh, that just realized. So, so then he uh, tore his ACL two days later, mm-hmm. and uh, I my my take on it was uh, you take a knee or God takes one. <laughs> So, and I'm sticking to it. Um, apparently, Fox News says that Jonathan Isaac's jersey sales surge after he stood for the national anthem, which, uh, jokes on you, conservative Jonathan Isaac fans. I guess, like, would you wear them in, like, a Coachella kind of way? Like... Like, would you wear them outdoors at the they place? They didn't surge. National, I mean, they surged like, in the fact when anyone, any NBA player becomes famous for anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because the Jonathan Isaac sales went from two <laughs> to 22. And I want to make it very clear. This bums me out because Jonathan Isaac is a good, is like a cool player who's fun to watch. And I hate this. I just want to say that. Um <laughs> Yeah, I will say, though, that um, once I saw he was standing for the anthem, that story about how uh, he gave his first, uh, like, preaching no, demonstration. No, 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 he, he, he invited like, all oh. of his teammates to come see him preach at his uh-huh. evangelical church, and none of them came. But here's the thing about that story that we never brought up at the time. Is where that story comes from is actually is from the actual sermon he's giving. So look, there's a good chance he didn't invite anybody. That that was just the sermon was going to be based around that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he the sermon was about how none of his teammates. Yeah, it came? was like a part of his. Like I invited all my teammates and none of them came, but I'm doing it anyway. Was sort of the. This guy sucks, man. I don't. I don't care if he's a cool basketball player. Just let Aaron Gordon play power forward for a whole year. See what happens. Just give him one chance. Um, he doesn't. He won't have to make a mixtape. Uh, he won't have to like go after Dwayne Wade. He can focus on passing the ball, being dime store Blake Griffin. And, um, (laughs) you know, really getting an Oscar for Uncle Drew, too. (laughs) Um, What could be a a right-wing conspiracy about Jonathan Isaac's ACL, though? Okay, so in the actual injury, um, let's let's see. How did this actually happen? I'm going to look at the injury because that's going to be – I generally don't watch the bad injury if I'm not just watching it. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, Here, apparently... I'll do a conspiracy theory while you look okay, that yeah, up yeah, real yeah. quick. Um, I mean, easily, it's got to be somehow Q-based, right? Like, right. Um, he tore it on purpose. 
uh, to expose some doctors that were running a pedophile ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh-huh. like the and he felt like the NBA doctors. He felt like there was maybe some uh, pedophilia going on, so he tore his ACL on purpose so he could keep a closer watch on them um, from rehab. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh-huh. um, what I think he was doing is, um, I think he is trying to um, get out of the bubble because he learned too much in mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he learned, obviously, Greg Popovich as an agent of the state, but he was listening in on what LeBron James was doing to um, help black people vote in Florida. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Isaac knew the only way out of the bubble was on a stretcher. Mm-hmm. And so now he's taking uh, all the recordings that he came out. And, uh, you know, this this ACL is actually a false flag operation. Mm-hmm. He will be he will be ready to play in december but it's a conspiracy because uh who's who's the report about his torn acl coming from mm-hmm. it's the team right right yeah owned by the devos family right so jonathan isaac is just gonna hide out at a blackwater facility help train some soldiers to become poll workers and to uh you know patrol the streets of portland chicago tulsa and yes orlando and uh, when he comes back, he's going to write a letter to Trump that Trump can read uh, like two nights before the election, mm-hmm. like Bill Belichick. And then Jonathan Isaac is going to come out and dunk on an effigy of Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to yell, coronavirus isn't real. And then he and Trump are going to chest bump. Mm-hmm. OK, I have another one. OK, so uh, Jonathan Isaac actually isn't Jonathan Isaac at all, because look. Uh-huh. His name starts with J, right? Right. His uh his last name I mean his his last name ends with a hard K sound, right? Uh-huh. Uh he's actually JFK Jr., who's been uh who's oh. had his brain transported uh-huh. into a younger man's body when he was in his yeah. plane crash, and he's been hiding out this whole time. And he realized that Trump he, Trump needs his help to finally start the storm, but he uh-huh. can't right, do right, right. that. He can't do that from the bubble. So he tore his ACL so he can finally announce that he's going to run as Trump's vice, vice president. Oh, that's tight. I love yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I have another one. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Jonathan Isaac, he's not... He's not from Orlando or anything. You know, he went to Florida State. Uh, you know, he actually he was actually born uh, in, uh, you know, in in big sky country, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, because uh, where he was actually born was uh, the Ruby Ridge compound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. His real father's name is Randy Weaver. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Jonathan, Jonathan Isaac, uh, you know, he grew, he grew up there and, uh, you know, he, he, his father and his, his adopted brothers were, you know, uh, terrorized Mm -hmm. by the ATF and the FBI and Jonathan Isaac, uh, you know, he was actually as a child, got a little piece of shrapnel Mm -hmm. caught in his knee. And so it is a minor tear. It's a real injury. (laughs) 
but he's really going out of there because uh, once he's been inside a compound again, he couldn't deal with it. And he decided this was time to light the fuse. And uh, he's going to uh, punch Robert Mueller in the face. Mueller in the face. Um, That's pretty good. All right. I have one more. Okay. All right. So you know how the NBA is making uh, the players wear rings, right? Uh, that like oh yeah yeah, that, yeah like they're they're like super sci-fi rings that let you uh that like read your body and uh, can tell if you have coronavirus and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, allegedly, yes. Guess where those rings are uh m- manufactured? I don't know. China, of course. <gasps> of course. And the NBA and their dastardly uh their dastardly um. Uh, their love of China had the Chinese government insert a, uh, like nanites that go through the skin and they can injure any player that speaks up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just like that, oh, not part of the NBA anymore. Oh, you've got a problem with Black Lives Matter? Boop! No ACL for you, John Isaac. That's actually yes. probably one that exists that I just uh-huh, invented. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. All right, so there's some ideas, Patrick Cosmos. Yeah, I think the way he does it is merch, though, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, like I think a lot of these conspiracies are definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like, something with ACL mm-hmm. would work. So, like, um, like, just something like... All cops live ACL and then it's it's Isaac standing while everybody kneels in silhouette. Um yeah, I like that a lot. Um or just like a shirt that says like reverse John Carlos. <laughs> Alright, uh-huh. um <laughs> let's go to the news. Okay. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, where do you want to go first? Uh, let's talk about something that is really kind of a groundbreaking theory that you made up yesterday. It's not exactly news, but I feel like we need to address it uh, early on in the podcast. You observed something about uh, Carlomelo Anthony in the wake of... Mm-hmm. Of his revenge win over the Houston Rockets this week. Uh, yeah, it hit me yesterday. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is the Ben Affleck of the NBA. Uh, plenty of comebacks, uh, fluctuating weight, uh, divorce that he openly regrets in interviews, <laughs> uh, real high highs, real low lows, and uh-huh. also um, being a good director matters as much to Ben Affleck's career as Carmelo Anthony being a uh, the best Olympian of all time. Right. Do you know right, what I yeah, mean? Where it like doesn't really affect anything, but it's like a pretty cool thing. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It's like like that's the year that Carmelo Anthony um, makes like a record number of threes at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. I think that's 2016. Yeah, that's Argo, baby. That's Argo. That's yeah. Argo, where people are like, Oh, right. He was on the team. But uh, also, you know what? Uh, ben Affleck very famously was not even nominated for Best Director. 
And right. uh, the Olympics also do not really count. Um, so <laughs> yeah, no, he was overshadowed by all, all the Durant aftermath. So yeah. he was like not he was essentially not nominated as a top five player. Right. Olympics. Um, now, I also think that they both uh, wear a lot of hoodies. Mm hmm. Uh, they both enjoy a night out. Mm-hmm. Um, I shared a very famous. Uh, I've shared very two very famous photos of them both wearing terry cloth. Mellow, of course, at the bodega in a robe, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Ben Affleck sadly staring off at the beach wearing a towel. <laughs> um, they both have a lot of tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Affleck, uh, of course, played an airman in Pearl Harbor, and Mellow very famously dressed as a Tuskegee airman after that one basketball game. <laughs> That's right. Um, now, also, they've both been parts of ensembles basically Mm -hmm. where a lot of people have gone on to greater success than them Mm -hmm. but they're still pretty good so like right dazed and confused is essentially the banana boat right right Right. and (laughs) and i would say that lebron james is definitely the mcconaughey Uh uh-huh sure and then chris paul is probably more of a parker posey yeah i would say that that that's fair yeah um I'm not sure who Dwayne Wade is in that analogy. Is he Adam Goldberg? I was going to, I think he's Adam Goldberg. Yeah. No, you know what? He's um, Melissa Rabisi. Because in that, because in that situation, then uh, Gabrielle Union is back. It's really the only reason. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, there's, um, I would also say that um, school ties has a little bit of a banana boat feel. I, well, you know what has the ultimate banana boat feel uh-huh. is dogma. Um, <laughs> Dogma's the funniest yeah, banana absolutely. boat. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't think I've ever made a more apt uh, comparison. I think it's I think it's our best one, and clearly, what's happening right now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because it's a, a the. Damian Lillard is Anna de Armas. Oh, and she's she's bringing back to life. Yeah, and this this playoff run for Portland to uh, fight their way to a play-in game and then lose in heartbreaking fashion mm-hmm. before making this the real playoffs. Uh, yeah, that's the way back. Yeah. And so I was I was actually going to say that um, I think that's going to be the erotic thriller. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think the way back is this bubble season mm-hmm. and then the playoffs are uh, the Adrian Lynn erotic thriller. Sure. Yeah, dude, he's going to be um, so good in that. Cool. Also, I think um, Mello re-upping in New York and kind of wanting to be in New York in general mm-hmm. is a lot like Ben Affleck taking the role of Batman. Well, no, no. It has to do with Gotham. And it's also a thing where you're like. Why do you want to do that now? See, I disagree with that because clearly uh-huh. there's a much stronger corollary to the Justice League. Uh, and that is, of course, the Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony super team we got that did not well, work and was bad. Well, <laughs> I was going to say that, that Batman v Superman is actually remember who actually said Carmelo was on a super team, Joey. Derek Rose. Derek Rose, that's true. It's true, he did say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, none of that worked out. 
for Ben Affleck. But I'm so happy for Mello and Ben Affleck, man. Yeah, I love Ben Affleck. I love Carmelo Anthony. I you think know, they're both hilarious. I think they both make me kind of sad. They both make me very happy. Uh-huh. Uh, here's, the thing. here's the thing. Both of them are constantly derided for the things that they can't do mm-hmm. when people don't focus on just how fucking great they are at certain things. Yeah. Like Affleck fucking knocks it out of the park in certain things. Mm-hmm. Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, coincidentally, came out in 2013 mm-hmm. uh, when the Knicks won 54 games. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, DVD commentary. Man, I, I bet Mello gives great commentary <laughs> on game film. Right? It's got to sure. be incredible. Uh, wears the shit out of a hat. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Affleck uh, really eats fast food in the saddest and funniest way. Hoodie Mello is vaping Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and here's one last it. thing. I, I do want to say something real quick, yeah. quick about Ben Affleck, though. Yeah. Uh, gone Girl. I'm not Gone Girl. Uh, gone Baby Gone. That movie fucking rules, baby. Yeah, that movie is um, great. Like, uh, the town is also very. He's a good director. Like, yeah, he's. I don't like when he's in his. I wish he would stop starring in the movies he directs. Though, go back to. I think he's better off doing one which, or which the other. Which other ones did he direct? Well, Live by Night was not good. Oh um, yeah, that that was just. <laughs> but he's to the sun. Movie set in Boston. He's the Hell worst. Yeah. He's the worst parts of the town and Argo. Uh, he should. I mean, he's fine in them, but he's fine in both of them. Those, I think, those movies would both would be much better if he was focused on directing instead of filming his comically large face. All right, um. <laughs> yeah, he's. I do look. I do like that he's. Uh, he's. Uh, he is. He is in pre-production to direct a movie called Ghost Army. I do miss, look, there's one thing Tom Sharpling pointed this, this out, This is believe. a great idea. Sorry. Oh, Ghost go Army is about the U.S. military forms a squadron of unconventional recruits during World War II to trick the German army into thinking they were outposts and base when they're only mannequins, props, and inflatable tanks. Mm, that's some real Argo shit, dude. Yeah, that is um, Argo the second. <laughs> um, the one thing I I think we really missed from Ben Affleck is and Tom Sharpling pointed this out, the host of the greatest podcast of all time, the best show. Um, he was supposed to direct and star in the Batman movie and getting on set photos of him looking at a monitor while dressed as Batman would have been the funniest thing in the world. Oh my God. And we never got him, And so that makes me sad. Um, what's our next news story, Sean? Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry, I was just on Ben Affleck's Wikipedia page <laughs> instead of this. Um, I'm going to say, let's let's go to this. The Phoenix Suns are undefeated in the bubble. They sure are. Uh, um, so, so recently, uh, Devin Booker hit a very contested game winner against the Clippers, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I would say, undisputably the highlight of his entire career. Up to this point, he scored seventy-two points in a game. Sean, he scored seventy points in a game. Whatever, but also <laughs> this is this is better. I don't know. He scored seventy points, Sean. 
Um, people will have will tell you that that was good basketball. Um, but yeah, I'm, obviously this was the best thing. I'm gonna say the thing that is most surprising though is like, look, we have not been the biggest fans of Devin Booker. Also, I would yeah. still say that the highlight of his career is that time he won seven games of Call of Duty Warzone in a row on his Twitch earlier is in that, the bubble. Is that, is that impressive? I, I, yeah. I, I mean, also I, don't know game. if it happened. It was a joke. Um, all right, keep oh, going. <laughs> uh, but the thing that is really surprising me about this team, and I'm, I'm happy for this guy too. Uh, you know who has been playing really good basketball for the Phoenix Suns, Joey? My man Ricky Rubio, baby, change your uh, face. That is, that's not what I, know, I was thinking. I know. <laughs> it is, it is the country mouse himself, Cameron Campaign. Payne. Yeah, but he also had like the most embarrassing highlight of the, the uh, the he he got memed already. He was like our first meme of the bubble, which is what. Yeah, I mean, that's that's funny. He's Cameron Payne, <laughs> like, 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 like that's. Comparatively, like that's fine. Cameron Payne has blocked two shots in his three games. Mm-hmm. Is that his career total? It's got to be right. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. And it's just incredible because he's look. Cameron Payne has a great personality, obviously. Mm-hmm. Right. He's the best dance partner in the NBA. Best dance partner in the NBA. He's he's about to turn twenty six years old. Uh. As Brent Slamson would tell us, this is the last year of his useful life. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been great in his only three games of the 2019-20 season, by the way. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled for this guy. Uh, it's weird, though, I have to say. Because DeAndre Ayton has been fine. I think his and, defense has been pretty good, actually, for DeAndre Ayton, at least. No, no, yeah. he, he was he was like a perfectly fine defensive yeah. player this year. It's like it's so easy to look. I would say this about some analytics people: mm-hmm. um, it is ridiculous to put a rookie on your worst defensive team. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that's just not reasonable mm-hmm. to do. <laughs> like, like it's just like. Especially if that if especially if that person is like nineteen years old. What if I put like, five rookies on it? Yeah, that like like obviously they're not going to be great. But uh, look, Aiden was very good at the end of the season. You know season. what I'm going to say right now? It's ridiculous to do a worse defensive team. Like, what are you yes. doing? <laughs> right, right. It's like like you can isolate. Look, there are terrible team defenses. It is hard. I just think it's it's hard to be a good defender on a bad defense. But also, team. why are you making a list that negative? <laughs> <laughs> why are you making so many lists? That's the other <laughs> question. Uh, th- now that being said, Joey, um, Ricky Rubio is playing pretty well. Yeah, baby, change your <laughs> face. Be happy. We're in a bubble. He is, he is bombing the three ball, Joey. I you know what it. he's he's shooting for the for the bubble. 60% from three. Fuck yeah, dude. What if, what if, what if Ricky, this is just it now. Like, what if he's become, remember how at, when he got old, Jason Kidd became like a real dead-eye three-point shooter off yeah, the yeah. catch? Oh, what dude. if it's happened? 
What if this is Ricky Rubio now, baby? <laughs> Did you know Ricky Rubio uh, nutmegged Moxie Kleba? Kleba? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course I did. It's so tight. Not even the first time, baby. <laughs> it's so tight. Uh, look, am I kind of becoming a Phoenix Suns fan? Yes and no. I wouldn't go that far. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I I often pulled for the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs in the past, so it's easy for me to just get excited about the jersey and sure. that Ricky Rubio is playing. But... That's yeah, the yeah, problem. Yeah. I mean, come on. But like Frank the Tank, come on. Ugh. Remember that Miles, time? Miles Bridges, the <laughs> no, essentially it's Michael. a child in a cage. It's Mikhail. He's great. Mikhael Bridges. Yeah, sorry. and he's Mikhail good. Bridges. He rules, dude. He I is love good, that. But guy. I just I uh I feel bad that he was separated from his mother. Yeah, for that no was reason. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that um, was like the last vestiges of Hinkyism. Yeah. <laughs> like um, you know what you know what the process is? You leave your family behind. You, you know who uh, you know who the Sixers could probably use right now, actually? Uh, Mikhail Bridges. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, not Zaire Smith. Who's and uh, first round. In and, a, yeah. <laughs> he's currently in a plastic bubble right now, I think. And a non-Suns first. I think it's a Bucks first rounder, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's the Bucks first rounder from Eric Bledsoe. Oh, great. Great yeah. call. Yeah. Great call. <laughs> um... All right. Uh, okay, so just in general, who have you been impressed with? I'm going to say there's one individual name. Um, TJ Warren, dude. TJ Warren. <laughs> I mean, it's, I've been high. Hey. I, I've been taught. I liked TJ Warren at the draft. Remember, Sean? I uh, used to be like, this guy's cool. Uh, he's going to lead the bubble in scoring, right? That's what's going to happen here. Uh, James Harden will pick up some garbage points. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, but anyway, he'll be second in the bubble in scoring. The uh, Pacers rule, dude. They've been so fun to watch um, since the yeah, bubble started. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like it. It's like not only is TJ Warren scoring tons of points, he's just making all of his shots. Yeah, it is like very crazy. Uh, I mean, he scored so the, his last game. He scored 32 points on on 13 of 17 shooting. He shot 20 for 29 against the Sixers. I wish I could do this math in my head quickly, but he's got to be shooting like something like, I don't want to say it, 69%, something like that. <laughs> he shot 69% in the first game, and uh, he is playing 40 minutes a night. Doesn't matter that there's been a layoff, and uh, he has one turnover. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he has seven blocks and six steals. Yep. He it's, rules. It's so tight. It's so him. tight. Uh, and I mean, it is continuing the trend that uh, players are able to blossom when they manage to get, away get out. Devin yeah, just, just get the hell away. Well, I've just been out of Phoenix, but I don't really blame Devin Booker. <laughs> I don't either. It's just he's a funny punching bag, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, and also, wasn't Victor Oladipo not going to play in the bubble as of like two weeks ago? Yeah, uh, yes, but then he was. I don't know. What a crazy. I mean, he should he should be playing? Yeah. Like he he came back. He had four <laughs> months off. Like, like I mean, just, just play. Like I mean, I, I understand the concern about his 
quad tended, but I mean, he he literally was playing in January. Anyway, um, I'm glad he's playing. Good job. Uh, uh, Sean Aaron you... is kind of playing okay as the starter too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, nah, he's been all right. He's been all right. Um. Sean, do you mm. have some Kevin Durant news for us? Oh, let me tell you one more thing about okay. the Pacers. Quickly. Yeah, sure. Uh, Miles Turner, like when he's not playing. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with Domo Sabonis. Sure. Don't get me wrong. But Miles Turner has also been very solid in the bubble so far. And it, I don't think it is a coincidence that uh, it's that he gets to really play center. Mm-hmm. No, they're going to uh, trade him, right? They're going to get I a lot. So. They're going to get something really, really good for him. I mean, I hope they did. He's really good. I would, I want him. I would like him to be on the Warriors for sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, yeah. Okay, but let's, like, yeah, the real good stuff. Uh, I just want to go out of the way. I don't uh, really want to talk about any more injuries, but uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., that was very sad. Uh, miss you, King. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, look, I'm glad it was not a terrible injury. You right. know what I mean? Like, yes. Like, he tore his meniscus. That still sucks. It sucks. For Memphis, it sucks for the viewers. Mm-hmm. Like, what a weird, cool player! I love that. Just guy. taking like thirty footers from the center position. Yeah, that guy's cool as hell. Um, Zion, Sean, sorry, uh, Zion, Zion, <laughs> yeah, Zion, Zion, um, Zion Williamson. Uh, what? Uh, how's he looked? What do you think? He's allowed. He's, he, he can. They're letting him play uh, 16 minutes now, so that's pretty 16 cool. 16 minutes a game like a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he got to play at the end of a game. That was, I would say, just the logic of, I'm not sure how to phrase this, but it felt insane that uh, the way that they were limiting Zion's minutes was only to play him at the beginning of periods. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't get it like i like, still don't like why would you just play him for the first three minutes of every quarter but like why not play him in the last three minutes okay first three minutes of the first three quarters sure but then the last three uh, minutes of the fourth yeah and i i understand like he has not been awesome but like wh- what are you doing that's what i'm saying like <laughs> like they're already it just, it's now, they're essentially playing playoff games right now. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think saw the court during their game with Memphis on Monday? A lot. Uh, oh, Love on it. Monday? Yeah. Um. Was that the blowout? Did Is I that mean, the game Ken by- Williams got in? He um, did not get in. Okay. Then, uh, yeah, I'm going to say 11. They played 11 guys. Because I mean, if I think it was Frank, a, the blowout, I was going to say 13. Because <laughs> uh, I think Fra- Frank Jackson played two minutes, and I assume that was at the very end. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's too many people. That's too many That's too many guys. Like, Not if you're Steve Kerr, baby. Strength in numbers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they... Josh Hart, like, it just doesn't seem like... It seems like they're still figuring out their rotation. Here's a question, and again, Sean. It's August. As a Warrior fan, uh-huh. um, do you think maybe 
now that you're watching this Pelicans team, maybe it was actually Alvin Gentry who taught Steve Kerr to rotate the team this way. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, those like those Suns teams were known for playing like hockey subs too. That that 2010 Suns team. <laughs> yeah, but I they mean, actually had the depth. <laughs> but I mean, maybe maybe that's it. Where he's like, look, they they overachieved. I'm not saying, but just you know, you need to have Leandro Barbosa. And you need to have uh, a bunch of guys all playing a lot of minutes. So I'm yeah, just for saying, that team, if you're coaching that Suns team, it actually makes sense if coming off the bench is Goran Dragic and Leandro Barbosa and Robin Lopez. You know what I mean? Right. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just, I'm, I don't, I don't think that was missed. Grant out. Hill wasn't Grant Hill also on that team? Um, yeah, started though. <laughs> Your starting lineup was uh, Nash, Richardson, Hill, Stoudemire, Fry. Oh, and then man. off the Marion bench, wasn't Dudley, on that team. Lopez, that's right. Dudley, Lopez, Dragic, Barbosa, and then uh, either Jaron Collins or Lou Amundsen. Yeah, okay, those last two guys shouldn't have been playing. But, you know, <laughs> nine deep, that's a... Clark? What? Say that again? Earl the Pearl Clark? Oh, God. Taylor Griffin? Mm. Love it. Um, but yeah, I, I just wonder if that um, artificially was like, that's how it always should be. Look at the performances I got out of these <laughs> clearly talented players. When really he just had actual 10 actual NBA rotation yeah, players. <laughs> just in general. Like, I mean, that, that team had, uh, how many guys do you think shot better than 39% from three on this team? Like that, like five? really minutes? Uh, six. God. Dragic, Judley, Fry, Hill, Richardson, Nash. What a good team, man. If only that, uh, if only that Kobe Airball, my man Jason Richardson had blocked out. It's true. He'd, he'd I'd be I... historically thought of differently, because he hit the game winner right before that. It's true. It's true. It'd be different. The Warriors would have retired his jersey because of something he did on a different <laughs> team. <laughs> Um, all right, let's give get this Kevin Durant news, and then let's do oh, yeah, a quick yeah, slammed yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, great, great, great. Okay. Uh, Kevin Durant is picking the Clippers over the Bucks to win. Okay. Um, but, look, I mean, that that is a Kevin Durant pick for sure, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the most Durant pick you can make? Uh, yeah. Where he's like, ah, oh, they just got to play together better. And, what uh, was his reasoning, though? Was it like because Steve Ballmer, Ballmer's the best businessman? Yeah, he's like he's like these guys know what it's like to be in a boardroom. Yeah, room. if you win in the boardroom, you win on the court. <laughs> yeah, he's like you get in, you get in early on an IPO because someone tips you off about it because he's one of the minority owners of the team. That's how you build an empire. You build your brand, and then Woj fucking scoops you. Whoa, you became he Robin says, Lopez there for a second. <laughs> let me give you let me give you this. He says, if I had to choose, and I hate doing that shit because you never know what could happen. You've seen that with us last year. But if I had to choose, I'll go with Clippers and Bucks for the championship. And then You know what? Oh. I'm gonna say real quick. It's strange he still used us there. Yeah. 
Well, he still hasn't played a game for the Nets. I and... know, but still, it's just we. It's like yeah. oh, it's incongru. It's like incongruous. You know what I mean? It's very strange. Right, right. Uh, he says about the Clippers. He says they're just so deep. They haven't had their whole t- team together at once for a long period of time yet, and that talent is just undeniable. When you have Paul George and Kawhi at the wings, that's what you need to win is wings. You've got those two at the wings, arguably top three, top four at the wing position on one team. Wow. So deep. He's a hooper. He knows he really knows his shit. <laughs> those blog boys wouldn't be able to tell you that. However, he was also asked about his teammate, Kyrie Irving. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Let's hear it. He was asked if Kyrie Irving was misunderstood. Um, should we? Yeah. What did he say about psychedelic Kyrie? What does misunderstood mean? I think the truth sometimes can hurt a lot of people. When you tell the raw truth, especially in this society, it's frowned upon. And Kyrie just tells it like it is. There's no sugarcoating. Now, here's a question. Do you feel like Kyrie Irving is someone who tells it like it is? I mean, he certainly tells it like how he thinks it is in that <laughs> second of the day. Right. Um. It does he doesn't seem like he's a guy who's like, you know what? You know yeah, what? I said it. <laughs> you, you know what Kyrie is? Kyrie is like um, you know that Jim Carrey movie Yes Man? Uh-huh. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is Yes Man. You know what I mean? He's just saying He says yes to everything. Yeah, yeah like, he's opening his mind to everything that comes at him from any given moment. Do you think that uh, like an advisor near him has forced like a really aggressive ad blocker on his uh, browsers. <laughs> Probably. I bet he's gotten stuck on like just clicking links on Zergnet or like one of those like uh, those weird those weird chum boxes like for hours uh-huh. at a time. Oh, absolutely. Where it'll be like you'll never believe what this this teen actress looks like now. Um, and then the picture uh-huh. is like weirdly miss. Uh, a, it's like a picture of Lindsay Lohan, even though the, what you click anyway. Um, Sean, there is one last story I want to talk about, actually. Oh, please. Yeah, yeah. So, you know how Brian Windhorst hates aggregators? He does hate aggregators. Uh, we, we know that. His podcast, uh, Brian Windhorst and the Hoop Collective, got aggregated hard this week <gasps> what so happened apparently on the podcast jackie mcmullen said like a uh, an offhanded thing where he said where she said indiana is a small market team that consistently has not gone and paid big money we know that this was something that frustrated larry bird who is a legend in the state of indiana and elsewhere i might add it frustrated him enough that he stepped aside so that got aggregated on a bunch of websites to the point where Pacers, when again, the Pacers, who should be the story of the bubble today, had to release a statement from Larry Bird saying he didn't step down because they wouldn't spend money. Wow. Uh, You know what also happened this week related to Larry Bird? Uh, That tomato? (laughs) They showed a Larry Bird tomato and Jeff Van Gundy got so offended that he couldn't even express why he was offended. <laughs> that is that is disrespectful. I mean, it looks that like guy, Larry Bird. That tomato looks like look Larry Bird. 
I don't think Larry Bird was upset about that either. <laughs> but yeah, Larry Bird definitely hates aggregators now because he had to leave whatever uh, mountain of wedding cakes he was he's been covered in since he got since he retired to release a statement about how he didn't quit because they wouldn't spend money. Uh, now <laughs> I, I'm going to say this. I do want to. I do want to bring up a different story, Joey. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like whatever this bullshit is. He Donald Trump said, uh, when I see people kneeling during the playing of a game during the anthem, what I do personally is take turn off the game. Uh, yeah, well, there's no true. way he's he has a basketball game turned on he's in the first He's also never place. turned off a television in his entire life. I mean, there's like 12 TVs. Like, yeah. come on. Um, but also, he's not watching a basketball game right. unless he's in person. Uh, like, like if there's a possibility that he could like see a rocket mm -hmm. changing clothes, he's there. Yeah. Otherwise, does not really care. Um, so, but I, so LeBron said like, we don't care if he doesn't watch. And uh, my favorite quote though was from Doc Rivers though, and I'm gonna do it in Doc Rivers's voice, Joey. Well. We lost one guy. I mean, so what? Like, really? I don't even care. We know the justice is on our side. Right. <laughs> that was Doc Rivers. Doc we Rivers also guy. said that when he heard that uh, Howard the Jeweler got murdered. Uh -huh. Well, so what? We lost one guy. <laughs> Kevin's got the gem. He needs that. It's going to fuel him to a victory. Unless LeBron James also has a gem. <laughs> there can't be two unscrupulous dealers. Again, you're... By you're, the way... You're falling into they... Robin Lopez a little bit. <laughs> oh, a little bit. <laughs> also, why didn't they know about the door? Even if they killed him and robbed the place, they can't get through that door. There's only one person that can open the door. Who had the fob? Okay, that's... <laughs> Do you um, think Doc Rivers saw Uncut Gems, even though he's yeah, in it? Yeah, oh, he, I'm, I bet he was at the premiere, dude. I bet he loved it. I bet yeah. he loved it. Dude, he supports KG. You know that. Yeah, man, they're, yeah, I agree. Um, um speaking of, do you think when KG buys the Timberwolves, Doc Rivers is going to go there to coach? Oh, that would be so tight. Um, all right. <laughs> Sean. Yeah. Look, if we've proven anything in our conversation today, that we don't really know anything about basketball. No, not at all. Uh, we don't claim to know anything about basketball. Um, but luckily, we have two guys who do know about the analytics of basketball. Uh, it's time for another episode of the analytics podcast within a podcast slammed up with Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux. This is Slammed Up. With Brett Sampson and Randy Ludu. Analytics, friendship, efficiency, and promo codes. These guys are fucking dorks. Uh, welcome to a bubble edition of the Slammed Up Basketball Podcast, the only analytics NBA podcast embedded inside another nba podcast just like ha uh, the 
the spirit of Pete Maravich, which has embedded itself inside TJ Warren uh, this week in the bubble. Uh, with me as often is my co-host, uh, Randy Ledoux. Randy, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. I'm kind of having a rough time. Oh, what what's wrong, Randy? There's just all... I'm having a lot of trouble sleeping. Oh, what what's going on? I don't know. Why don't you explain what's going on? You know, I, I have heard some uh, mysterious uh, explosions around uh, the the dollhouse. I imagine that is the, the deep state and their uh, fireworks-based uh, destabilization of society. I don't think that's what's happening. Hmm. Well, I uh, think you know, you're trying to force me to leave the dollhouse because I can't pay the rent because of COVID-19, but also you can't evict me. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, uh, All I, I have... know is you have a small, half-naked man walking around the dollhouse throwing those little poppers, which to you sound like nothing. But to me, every time I look, it's a nuclear explosion. A tiny hmm, nuclear explosion. You know, that, that I that's... see mushroom clouds when those pieces of paper explode. I know... Mm-hmm. Th- I know what a nuclear bomb is, and you're having him throw nuclear bombs at me. Mm-hmm. Uh well, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I have not seen that. Maybe you're, maybe you're hallucinating. Uh, really? Possibly because I saw you screaming dolphin. at him about it while wearing a robe and wearing a gun in the air. I was wearing a robe and aiming waving a gun, a gun in, the in the air. That that doesn't sound like me, Randy. Sounds exactly All I do like know you. is that uh, you made a very You kept playing Jesse's girl very loud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know that was you. I don't I don't think that was me. I this all sounds like a scene from uh, the movie Boogie Nights. Were you possibly watching the movie Boogie Nights uh, on a projection? I have TV? never seen a movie in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, it, you know, it sounds very similar to something that uh, Alfred Molina would do. Uh, so uh, I don't know. Uh, I will take issue with something that you said uh, during that. And uh, that is that the eviction moratorium, the federal moratorium, it has ended. So uh, I do believe I could evict you from that dollhouse if I wanted to. Of course, I would never do that, Randy. Uh, we're doing pretty well at Slamson Corp. We got a PPE loan for Slamson Corp to float us during this pandemic. And I'm I'm very happy to uh the my friends at the commission. Uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names, but uh JK, thanks for looking out. Thanks for looking out. Pretty happy about that loan. And uh before we get started, I want to talk about one of our new sponsors here on the Slam Bet Podcast. Uh this one is uh, a new food delivery place. Uh oh food food distributor place. Sorry. I, I don't want to imply that there's a delivery method. Uh, that's not what they pay. That's not what they pay for. Uh, all right. Are you a fan of breakfast pastries, but, uh, hate the sloppiness of a Dunkin' Donuts or the lackadaisical boxing out at Krispy Kreme? Then you need to check out my new favorite place for breakfast pastries, Tom's Tibba Donuts. It's the only donut shop where all the donuts are old fashioned. Uh, you can choose from a variety of lineups. There's vanilla glazed. There's chocolate iced, iced, iced. 
uh, crumb donuts with actual crumbs from Coach Thibodeau's polo shirt. There's jelly donuts with a rock-hard pastry shell in the center because Tibbs always wants to protect the middle. Uh, some say the donuts spend too much time in the fryer, but that's how they toughen up, okay? And Thibodeau donuts has so many unique flavors. Diet Coke, Powerade, Brill Green, Hardtack, Icy Hot, Celery Salt, Ovaltine, Sweaty Towel. If you're a first-time customer at Tom's Tibidonuts, you can get a free box of his signature cereal, Whoops All Holes Crunch. Uh, if you use promo code TRANSFATTYACIDS, it's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time. We talk about it all the time. Uh, Tom's Tibidonuts. They signed a five-year lease, but they won't be around by 2023. So focus on that. So, uh, Randy, do you want to talk about our uh, dramatic announcement of In our new second- venture? Someone's shining a flashlight through my window. I mm-hmm. swear it's a nuclear explosion. I know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, that that doesn't seem right to me. Uh, but I will say that uh, we, Brett, Brett, Randy, and I have been tapped to do some in-game broadcasts for the NBA. It's a dream we've had for a while. And uh, thank you to Parlor Live which will help us. Uh, It's also going to be simulcast on the Transnistrian version of the NBA League Pass app. Uh, As you know, Randy, uh, you have a background in politics and global diplomacy. Uh, Transnistria is, of course, the breakaway autonomous republic in Moldova, and you can get their proprietary League Pass only at the Windows Store, though you do have to convert your currency to Transnistrian rubles or, of course, uh, Slamson coin, which is backed by President Vadim Krasnoselsky, uh, much like both of us, he is a former lawyer. Uh, Randy, what can we expect on the Parlor Live telecast? Stats, opinions, um, lots of stats for me. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Ad reads. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, yeah, in the middle of plays, obviously, there's premium contact. Uh, also, for our... Uh, our Patreon subscribers, we will be providing up-to-the-minute calculations of how much money is left on players' deals. Uh, that will be announced on a separate uh, audio stream that we will be recurring. We will be recording concurrently with the live broadcast. Uh, I'm very excited about that. Also, in not giving anyone uh, anything for free. That I, is a big part. I will also be talking over the anthem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, every time mm-hmm. it happens. Because, That's again... The only thing I uh, respect is uh, cap space. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, I consider uh, Slamson Corp, uh, the rental property and the sex dungeon to be autonomous re- breakaway republics from the United States. And uh, the only person I kneel for is God, by which I mean Elon Musk. Uh, he is a friend. Where'd you All meet right. him? Uh, well, you know, we were, we spent some time together. Uh, he, we, we, well, okay. Can I Uh, guess? Can I guess where you met him? Where do you think you met? Hedonism too? No, actually he's, uh, he's not a hedonism guy, but, uh, I did have a, uh, frantic sexting relationship with Grimes and, uh, I did introduce the two of them. But where'd you meet him? I know where you met Grimes. Yeah, yeah, you know where I met Grimes. The robot convention. Mm-hmm. The sex, robot convention. Sex robot convention. Sex robot convention. Uh, we met in a chat room uh, on a private Reddit 
uh, and then uh, met in person at the robot show uh, and introduced her to my friend Elon Bro. Uh, Elon and I actually met at a after hours Tesla event uh, where uh, you could you could do it on top of an uncompleted Tesla and uh, you would get that car in three and a half years after that. It was a great uh, physical and uh, financial incentive. Uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, before we get started with our famous feature, we're very excited about doing uh, our, our, our 22 and four and a half. It's been we're so long. Family. It's been so long since we did a 22 and four and a half. It's but interesting. Before... It's an ongoing feature in the NBA pick 22 teams. I wonder yeah. if they're listening. I know. I think I think I think there might be some listeners. Adam Silver, uh, call us if you'd like to uh, be on the show or just become a Patreon or invest in Slams and Coin or, uh, you know, if you're a top. So uh, let's find out. But first, before we get into that, uh, we have a new sponsor. Uh, now, we here on Slammed Up have succeeded in our efforts outside the mainstream media landscape. We are happy to support one of our new sponsors. It's a great organization that I'd like to get on the Chinese virus podcast someday. That is, of course, the only podcast within a podcast within a podcast. Uh, and unlike Slammed Up, uh, this newsletter, uh, you know, Slammed Up, as we all know, is a hard R. It is a it is a rock hard R. Mm -hmm. It is not for children. This newsletter is for and by kids, and it is run by a very promising young NBA player. It's called Michael Porter Jr.'s Junior Reporters. Now, these kid reporters are drawn from the best and brightest homeschoolers in America who can see past the propaganda from the deep state. Uh, the first issue has an ABC guide for kids to stop being sheep. Uh, a is for Antichrist. That is, of course, Dr. Fauci. Uh, B is for Big Brother, who's using the pandemic to track our movements. C is for control, as in population, and so on. Now, this is great reporting that you're not going to get anywhere else in the media landscape. Uh, but best of all, these children are hungry, uh, mainly because they have lost all their money playing video games against Michael Porter Jr. And most of their parents have refused to wear masks and are now very, very sick or have orphaned their children already. Uh, these reporters are posting for survival and medicine. And, uh, you know, I, I applaud them. I bet those fat cats at Black Sports Online aren't worried about that, right? I don't agree with that. Michael Porter Jr.'s Junior <laughs> Reporters. The tiny storm is coming. So, uh, let's go through this. Uh, 22 in four and a half. Uh, Randy, do you want to set the alarm? Yeah, set the alarm for four and a half minutes. It sounds like there are klaxons going on outside the dollhouse right now, though. I don't know where that could have come from. You know! You know where it came from! You're trying to force me out, and I told you, I'm just waiting on a Zell from Joe Biden. Oh, oh, are you still working for Sleepy Joe? I am, yeah. Has he left the basement in four months? Yeah, he was driving a car today, didn't you see that? Oh, no, that was I, my I, idea. He was driving an old Corvette. Do you look cool? Oh, of course. Okay, well, you know, I appreciate that. All right, we're, it's set, four and a half minutes go all right we're gonna start with uh the eastern conference we've got the milwaukee bucks they were uh 52 and 10 going into the going into last week now they're 54 and 14 uh recently had a loss what do you say about the milwaukee bucks randy uh they look great uh i'm worried that they are not um 
uh, they're not switching enough and they give up too many three-pointers and also um, they shouldn't play Giannis at all because he can't shoot the three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Shooting's great... the most important thing in the world. Uh, this is a great time for them to not offer Giannis a franchise-killing Supermax contract. Ideally, uh, he would also tear his meniscus. All right, next we have the Toronto Raptors, currently 49-18, second place in the Eastern Conference. Randy, what do you got? Uh, true contender. Um, don't like them, though, because too many of their players are over the age of 26, and um, uh, I don't like Kyle Lowry's body composition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with all of that, and I would also say that Chris Boucher should be the starting point guard. Okay. All right, next, next, uh, third place in the East at Boston Celtics. They are forty-five and twenty-three. Randy Ray. Um, I'm all for education reform. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that uh, Kemba Walker should be shot in the head like a downed racehorse. Oh, all right. also because Brad Wanamaker is a uh, top twenty in the NBA in offensive re- rating currently oh, in the bubble. Oh my God, those. Those statistics do not lie. 132 uh, would, and a half. I would want to make him my franchise player. <laughs> Someone should make a joke about that. Uh, number four, the Miami Heat, 43 and 25. Fourth uh, in the East Conference. I love Bam Adebayo. He's the best. Uh-huh. I, uh, I like that uh, the Miami Heat have taken their insane conditioning to a new level in the bubble. I hope that they can do this permanently with constant surveillance of their players, limited hours at the gym. No one's able to leave. And uh, I would just add uh, they should be doing a weigh-in every time that there's a COVID test. All right. Uh, fifth place, Indiana Pacers, 42-26. and 26. Uh, They should be tanking. This is terrible. What's happening to them? I don't know why they're trying to win games. Yeah, uh, I like the efficiency from TJ Warren, but uh, not enough threes. Even if you're shooting uh, 20 of 29, uh, that should be 29 three-pointers. Unless he's dunking or taking a free throw, I don't care for those mid-range shots, even when they go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're two right. minutes. we got to hurry up. Oh, sorry. Philadelphia 76 is 41 and 27, sixth in the East. Uh, I, uh, I really empathize with Shake Milton because all my coworkers are always yelling at me, too. You and- shut the hell up right now. That's enough. Joel Embiid should be in jail. All right. Brooklyn Nets, 32 and 36. Seventh. I love this team. It's so amazing to have so many guys on minimum con- on tiny contracts. It's fantastic. Can they uh, perhaps put Kyle, uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant in a pod and drop them into the ocean? They should look into that. Uh, Orlando Magic, 32 and 37. Eight Ken points. Birch, he looks great. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, liking what I saw from Michael Carter-Williams. Uh, doesn't have to ever touch the ball. He that's, can't that's shoot! Get out of here! No, he doesn't touch the ball anymore, though. It's great. He just plays defense, and he's he stops shooting entirely. That's what I've always wanted. All right, now one he minute. Just needs we gotta a, hurry up. Like, all right, uh, sh- uh, all right, we're, we're, well, Washington Wizards, 24 and 44. Why? I don't get it. Uh, LA Lakers, 51 and 16. Uh, they look terrible, but I'm all for it. Get that yeah. rest. Load manage games. LeBron's old. He should shut it down for the season. Clippers, 45 and 22. Second place. And they're pretty switchy. Uh-huh. Uh, Montrezl Harrell, uh, you know, I, he, I, I do believe that the death panels ruled that his grandmother should have been killed to uh, for the population. All right. Uh, Denver Nuggets, 45 and 23. Why? I don't get it. Uh, Jokic, uh, I'm confused by his body composition. 23 I'm seconds. I want to vomit and I have an erection. Uh, Utah Jazz, 43 and 25. Mike Conley's old. Yeah, he sucks. 16 uh, seconds. Oklahoma City, 42 and 25. Chris Paul's old. Uh, Tino Gunnar, Italian. I don't trust him. He's a foreigner. Oh, Rockets, 42 and 25. Love it. 
love everything Shot a lot of threes. It loved it. Uh, Mavericks, 41 and 29. Uh, what's going on? Why Luka Doncic why? should be the Pope. Uh, Memphis Grizzlies, 32 and 37. Oh, no. I love that they're tanking, that they're being forced to tank now. Yeah, put Jaron Jackson. I hope that injury keeps him out for four years. Uh, all right, finally, we'll just do the rest of the uh, one. Uh, Portland, San Antonio, New Orleans, Phoenix, and Sacramento all at once. Uh, just, they should, just all, take, they should all just keep tanking. tanking. What are they thinking? Put DeMar DeRozan in a prison cell. All right, that was a, that was a great feature uh once again that's the uh, closest we've ever come to getting to all 22 in four and a half minutes all 22 is really close uh so we have one more sponsor and uh you know this is a pretty exciting one for us uh now i have a question how often have you watched a video of violence from around the world and thought why does the world have to be like this and also why can't i get the perspective of a national nba writer who got fired for being a dumbass that's why we've started a weekly podcast called Unrivaled Explosiveness with Chris Palmer. Now, uh, what, what happens on this podcast is we review videos from around the world and rule on whether or not they were atomic explosions. Now, we ask the tough questions on this podcast. Can Was he there come a- to the dollhouse and review what's going on outside? Because I guarantee it's atomic. Yeah, we have a we have a straining order against this guy. Uh, we have to record remotely. Uh, we ask the tough questions on this podcast. Was there a mushroom cloud? How switchy were the plumes? Did you orgasm when we were sexting the other day? Or was it fake? Don't lie. Randy and I will break down, frame by frame, all kinds of explosions and shockwave patterns. We'll also tell you which is the most cost-effective and efficient homemade explosive materials. Uh, Chris will complain about protesters coming too close to his gated community. And you are going to love our mock FBI's 10 Most Wanted draft. Uh, get your first free trial episode with promo code sent a tweet instead of a DM. Uh, it's easy to remember. We talk about it all the time on the podcast and in many, many depositions. Uh, check out Unrivaled Explosiveness. Kevin Durant fucking hates it. Oh, Randy, what are you, what are you planning to do uh, for the rest of the bubble here? I get more poisoned by these tiny uh, atomic explosions you're putting off outside my home. Uh, I, I wouldn't blow up an atomic explosion. That would affect my house as well. Yes, the walls are lead-lined, but that's for uh, soundproofing. They're tiny, though. They only affect me. I mean, you have been to the quantum realm. You, I guess you are the, the expert on atoms. Yeah, and you're splitting them. You're splitting them outside my house. Well, I, I mean, that, that, that's something that huh, Luka Doncic does when he sees a, sees a double team, but I, I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, you can check me out. Again, the Parlor Live Telecast, the, the, the Parlor Live Gamecast, I'm sorry, uh, Unrivaled Explosiveness Podcast. Uh, this is going to be great. Uh, Chris, Chris, we had to bleep. A full eight minutes of Chris Palmer this week because it was all homophobic slurs. It was incredible stuff. Uh, the Patreons can get that full unedited version. Uh, you can also check us out. Uh, find me on Adult Friend Finder. Uh, you can find us on uh, the Apple Podcast app. You can find us inside every episode of the Roundball Rock Podcast. That's we're not on every true. Episode, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure sure we're on every one. And, uh, you know, I'm also going to be sneaking into uh, not exactly the bubble, but I will be going to an after hour sex romp in 
the Magic Kingdom itself. So uh, check me out at Disney World, uh, especially. Uh, you can see the I will have a purple handkerchief in my left uh, pocket, and it will be a polka dot uh, handkerchief in the right back pocket. And I think you know what all of those things mean. Uh, see you next time on Slammed Up. Is Brett Slamson putting tiny atomic bombs outside of Randy's dollhouse to get him to leave? That sounds crazy. Like, where would he even get those? And he, he's also having a small man in underwear detonate them while listening to Jesse's girl and waving a gun? But how how's there, like, a... Like, what does it mean if Randy Ledoux says somebody is a small man? I don't like, know. Like, is that, is that like a three foot tall man? <laughs> I don't. I will say it was less unsettling than normal. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there were there were some troubling things said. Their relationship has gone downhill <laughs> severely. Um. Sean, that's our episode. Uh, yeah. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Perhaps a blog uh, at roundballrock.net. Roundballrock.net. Uh, gonna be a gonna be a something you can read today uh, from Zach Levine. Uh, sorry, uh, from NBA. <laughs> Whoa, Gunside. we got him. <laughs> it's about it's about Zach Levine, um, and I will be uh, debuting a feature that will recur at least this one single time called <laughs> the Weekend TJs. So check it out. Uh, yeah, that's that's my plugs. Uh, yep, those are my plugs. <laughs> As for me, I uh, bro, I uh, was part of history this week. Um, I was the first official guest co-host of uh, Fast Break Breakfast with Chuck and Keith. John couldn't make it last uh, last minute, so they brought me in, and I uh, co-did a full a full three-man episode of Fast Break Breakfast, uh, and had a real great time. Um, and then you can always follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where on 8-16-15, I tweeted, I've probably flown on 3,500 flights, but just experienced a first... Barfed my guts out. There's no way that was the first time. <laughs> Sean, did you write a song? I did. It's uh, it's a little bit of a sad one. I called up my friend Rivers Cuomo once I heard about that meniscus tear, and we came up with a little song called uh, JJJ It Ain't So. Oh, is it about the, uh, the uh, Men's World Cup soccer team? <laughs> you know, I told him it was, and then he was like, wait a second. He called me back after we recorded it and was like, hey, man, Jaron Jackson Jr. is not a midfielder. Uh, well, and, then that... I, and then I like sent him a gif of an anime character, and he was like, ooh, give me her number. Give me the digits, bro. <laughs> uh, trust the process. Trust the process. And shut it down. Slammed Up is not on every episode of Round Ball Rock. <laughs> never. Never. Somebody's kneecap is down in a nice bath. Somebody's MRI is giving me chills. 
Yes, Brandon Clark is the man. Oh, yeah. Crunch time. Valentinus is inside. Leaning on slow mo. Waking up Gorky. This is kind of whack. The eight seed is ready to go. JJJ and so Dylan Brooks ain't a shot Tyus Jones is hurt too. Just Jackson choose long to. Dante's from Mizzou Jazz is still cool When I say The Blazers Are a hoodie mellow shot away From catching up to Memphis Thursday And Dame rules J-J-J somebody in the nuts during that game. What a dick. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.